0: Alright, y'all get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn.
1: My partner, Mr. Leonard Young, what's going on, brother?
0: Hey, Dave, everything's good. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, black media specialist and all-around good guy. How's it going, Dave?
1: Man, I can't complain. I won't complain. Uh, beautiful day. No, uh, I guess the air quality is definitely better than it was last week. You know, we were going through some stuff last week, folks, up in this area. I don't know. Did you have any problems down here?
0: Yeah. So um, we, we definitely heard about it. And, you know, like, I saw it, but I didn't know what it was. I, I thought someone was just burnt. You know how people, like, burn fires. and
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought it was just well, some
0: carryover smoke.
1: Well, I had heard about the wildfires, like, over the, you know, when, when it first started up there in Canada. But I had no idea that it would affect us in any kind of way and it was like tuesday or wednesday it was tuesday
0: exactly when i started hearing
1: about the air quality stuff and i just remember wednesday night coming out of work i got off at seven o'clock and we it was a group of us walked outside and man it was so thick out there you knew something was going on and i was like wow this is crazy i never in my life had anything like that to happen before yeah me
0: now let me ask this did you wear any masks did you put masks on
1: no, because I just walked from the building to the car, and then when I got out of my car, I walked from my car to my house. <laughs> so, uh, you know, <laughs> in my house. So, you say straight so, to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I wasn't playing around outside or anything, because that particular day I, I had thought about cutting my grass that day. <laughs> um and i said oh no i ain't going out there you find me out there in the backyard <laughs> you right. know so we that,
0: that uh grass not getting cut that
1: week yeah it's not getting cut it was not getting cut so but um yeah it was just weird because you know you hear about stuff like that in california you know you expect that you know hearing about it in those kind of places but right. you know canada is not next door to us you no know, it's not so, you know, so for something like that to happen, it was really interesting. So, but uh, other than that, you know, it's been uh, it's been been good. Um, I know you uh, when I sat down there, folks, Leonard had a big weekend down there at at the GNR um uh, campground down there. Um, you know, he had his June Jam down there, first successful one, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. So it actually wasn't our June Jam, but there's an organization called June Jam that had a, um, a concert. This is their 45th year, maybe their 30th year at um, GNR Campground. And, you know, like, even though I talked all about June Jam, I didn't know how it started. Um, I was talking to the um, the founder and he said June Jam started, of course, about 45 years ago, he said, and, you know, um kind of between a, a bunch of contractor friends and two um something happened where two electricians were electrocuted and one was injured. I'm sorry. Well all three were electrocuted. Uh either one or two passed away. And June Jam first started as a tribute to those electricians to kind of raise money for their families. And it was just such a successful event that people just wanted to kind of carry it forward. So that's how June Jam began. They are a nonprofit organization. The founder, um, Bob Hartley, very, very good man. And, um, you know, so this is their 45th year and they, they still donate to a lot to charity. It was a great event day. Like I've been telling, it was a lot more diverse than I thought. You know, I, I didn't think it was going to be as diverse as it was. But um, a very good event. They had a lot of people. Probably, I think they were expecting eighteen hundred people, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was eighteen hundred or a little bit more. So, um, overall, you know, a great event at the campground.
1: Okay. All right. Well, see, there you go. That's so. And that was your first big event. So, uh, you know, uh, so getting ready for. Uh, for some other big events down there at the campground, You still got to you still got to get your grand opening going down there, man. You still haven't done that yet, so yeah,
0: you, you know, we're—we're we got... we're, we're still planning and getting stuff ready.
1: Yeah, there we go, there we go. All right, that's—that's that's good, that's good. Well, I'm glad that everything worked out. I—I uh, know you had a few little uh, uh, things that happened down there, and uh, but you made it through. Uh, um. You know, um I just know that you have to um be thankful that you uh ha- learned some things from this event and, and yeah, know definitely. what to do moving forward when you have uh when when you have people like Kevin Hart and people like that come down there and, <laughs> and perform and everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. So so but um uh, congratulations on your first big event. So Yeah. Really, really um nice. um also, uh, you know, I I know that we have um, um, we've been fortunate enough to have beautiful weather. Oh, we had some rain. Oh, the, you know, we saw rain in the last couple of days too. That had been hiding from us for a while, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was say
0: yesterday was crazy.
1: Hold on, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Monday,
0: yeah. Yesterday was crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that rain yeah, was, was
0: something else.
1: Man, on 273 there, over by uh, Smiley's Diner in that area. Yeah. Uh huh. On the, um, not on, not on the uh, road going towards our house, but on the opposite side of the road, they had, the cars were hydroplaning. So much water came down over there. It was crazy, man. Water was coming up on, people were going through so fast because they hit it so suddenly. That the water was coming up on the other side of the highway and splashing cars on the other side of the highway. That's how much water was on that side of the road. Oh
0: so, I, I definitely yeah. believe that. Cause, yeah, um, I think I was coming up Route One and you know, some some places it was raining so hard, you know, wipers on high, like I just couldn't see anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's so a I'm, bad I'm feeling de- when you have when you have the wipers on high, you still can't see anything. Oh yeah, yeah that's definitely not good because you worried about somebody stomping, you know, short, you know, and quickly. And then you, next thing you know, you ran in the back of somebody or somebody ran in the back of you. And, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Believe me, I do. So, but here, here we are, you know, we made it to another Tuesday, another time to spend with our people. So, I guess we should go ahead and get into our show I think we got a few things that we want to talk about today. So, um, um, let's start with the big story in this area right now. I know the people around the country probably cause this story has made national news. I mean, cause it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, um, so we had, um, what was that yesterday morning, right? That's when it happened. Yeah. Yesterday. Um, We had um, a big accident with a a tanker truck that caught on fire up in Philadelphia on I-95. Now, for those of you who are on the East Coast, everybody knows about I-95. I mean, because that's the major (laughs) highway that goes up and down the East Coast. I mean, if you live anywhere on the East Coast, you know... 95 very well. It's going to, you know, sections of it and portions of it goes all up and down the East Coast. Um, Well, in Philadelphia, in this particular area, uh, this tanker caught on fire and it got so hot because it had fuel in the tanker. Got so hot there that it kind of melted the road and and the whole that's crazy part of the road collapsed. Did you see the video on this?
0: I saw a portion of it.
1: Yeah, you see how did you see how much of that road was taken out from this? From I, this I situation? did, I did,
0: and it it, it 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 almost looks like a bomb hit it. To be honest,
1: yeah, it does. It looks like somebody actually shot off a missile or something, and that's where it hit right there and they said it was so hot in that area things just melted and and things just started falling below you know to the next level, so it was really something um they're saying and and that particular area, which is up in um around Compton avenue and that mm-hmm. area I mean, right. you know they you know that's a very heavy
0: yeah yeah heavy traffic heavy area.
1: area traffic area wise and um, you know, they for them to have to lose that that connection there, you know the trap. I mean, because they have they said that they probably have who was it a hundred and sixty thousand people a day to go through that area. Wow. Um, and it's you know so it's a major thoroughfare, and especially when they have sporting events up in that area because they were, it was um, a sporting event. Um, somebody was playing up there the day that it happened. Um, there was something going on up there, but they were saying this. uh, that's right. This was Sunday. The the Phillies were playing. That's what it was. The Mm -hmm. Phillies were playing. Um, they were playing the Dodgers if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they were talking about this tanker truck was carrying over 8,500 gallons of gas. And I think they, you know, they found the body today and they're thinking it might have been the driver of the truck. Yeah. Um, yeah um, they haven't identified the person yet, but they're thinking that that's probably who it was. Um, they're saying it may be months before it's fixed. I just, the, from the way that looked man that probably looked like that's gonna be about two three years to me i just don't see how they can put that thing together that quickly
0: yeah well um i know the and i i didn't see a lot of information off but what i did see they said it would definitely take you know more than a year which which is you know it, it's crazy that they they you know it takes that long but um that that is a heavily st- traveled stretch of highway and You know, now that it's it's down, they got to make sure they put it all right.
1: Could you imagine having to travel? Because, of course, they got everybody using alternative routes right now. But I can't even imagine what those routes might look like, you know, during rush hour. You know, everybody, everybody pissed off because, first of all, they were already mad traveling 95 at the traffic. Now you can imagine what it might look like now, Um, you know. That's, that's really scary that something like that can happen. I know they were showing news reports and they were talking to people. You could see the fire burning in the background. And I was like, man, that's scary that something like that could happen. Um, and you just have to, you know, you have, you know, you just have to be, um, thankful that it wasn't a whole bunch of people that got caught up in that. Right. When it happened, you know, it almost look like something you see in an Avengers movie, <laughs> you know, that, you know, the, like Iron Man shooting at, shooting at somebody and and, and destroying a road or whatever, right. you know, you know, so, um, but they were talking about how all these detours, um, all these detours they were using, they were saying, uh, like they were talking about, I 95 is closed between Woodhaven Road and Aramingo Avenue exits, and then southbound detour. You got to use Route 63 West, Woodhaven Road, the US South, the I ninety I 76 East to I 676 East. So they're giving all these alternative routes, and I was like, man, these people are probably saying, "Am I ever going to get to work?" <laughs> I know. Yeah,
0: no. and, and Dave, uh, yeah. um, and even if you think about it in our area and our area is not as heavily traveled, when yeah. I 95 shuts down, all the smaller artery roads are just jam packed 13, yeah. 1, 273. So, you know, I can just imagine, can you imagine? Okay. So think about when I 95 in our area is shut down and, you know, all the, you know, other roads. Can you imagine going through that for like a year, just jam-packed traffic?
1: Yeah, I know it's crazy. Remember when, um, remember when they had uh, 495 shut down a few years ago, and they had all the traffic detouring around um, that you couldn't—you had to go on the Governor Prince, and um, it was crazy. And all you saw was lines of cars (laughs) just following each other, and people. People cussing because you know everybody trying. You know, you see three or four cars run through run through the red light because they got oh, tired. The so I'm, I'm sure. You know, that affects that situation whether or not you even want to go up that way Yeah, you know because you know because you know what's going on up there and that's the way you normally would go you know so you definitely have to be diligent and you got the time you're traveling um, right a uh, coworker of mine was telling me that they're uh, they're from Philadelphia and they were talking about their brother told them how long it took him to get to work he left he had to be to work at nine o'clock. He left his house at six o'clock and still didn't get there to 10. Because he kept, because every way he went was so full of cars. He thought he knew all the back roads, you know, to get mm-hmm. to this place. Everybody was on those back roads, you know? Yeah. So, so
0: yeah, I mean, well, you know, they, they almost need to, uh, and may, maybe they're almost completed, but if they were working on any other roadways, they need to like put an asap on that cuz you know i can just imagine what are, yeah, are they not
1: working on roads what are they not working on roads in philadelphia yeah
0: later? well i mean in, in that case they need to put a an asap you know all points bullet rush on yeah, some of them roads and things to be completed yeah well uh,
1: this is a story that we're going to be hearing about for a long time folks so hopefully uh Hopefully, they're able to come up with some type of relief soon because I know the people are going to, uh, I could see some roadway raid type stuff may happening and all kinds of stuff happening if they don't get that straightened out soon. So. But um, um, just wanted to bring that up. And for those that have been paying attention and are people around the country, because I know they've seen the story because that story made national headlines, so. Okay. All right. Moving on to our next story. What we got?
0: Yep. So the next story, and I just saw this today and I I thought it was, you know, I thought it was interesting and it made sense. So this is, um, on a website called, uh, Kilo seven, um, 70. I believe it's a, um, an affiliate of one of the major networks, but I'm not sure which one, but the title of the article is, $50,000 $50,000 grant opportunity for black residents of North and South Dakota and Minnesota. And the article starts off by saying, as Juneteenth approaches celebrating the emancipation of slave Americans, a nonprofit organization is opening up applications for a part of an innovative $50 million trust. So basically Dave, what they're saying is, if you live in the states of South Dakota, North Dakota or Minnesota and you are black, then you can qualify for these grants. So these grants will be given out um, on a on a randomly selected basis. So what they're doing is, they they're not just so they're giving out a 50 million. So they are giving out one hundred. grants to black families. Okay? And that's for eight consecutive years. So, you know, so in essence, in eight years, there will be 800 black families that can receive the $50,000 grant. And basically what they're saying is that um, they recognize that there's an incredible black wealth gap whether it's um, home ownership, education, healthcare, you know, you know, all those major fields where, you know, we have been um, discriminated against and, you know, withheld. So, you know, when I read it, you know, this, this to me sounds like a great idea. I mean, if they have the money to do it. And Dave, one of the things they said that I thought was interesting, too, they were like, you know, we could have given out a 5000 we could have given out $5,000 grants or $10,000 grants, but, you know, they don't really do anything. Like $5,000 is not enough to change somebody's life. 10000 or, you know, most people. 10000 is not enough to change their life. But a $50,000 grant, you know, that can help them invest in their business. That can help them buy real estate. That can help them get a better education. So that was kind of the basis on... On everything they said. But I mean, I thought it was a great idea. And, you know, they're just saying that, you know, they don't have strict qualifications. Um, if you are a Black family and you live in those areas, you can apply. And it's kind of like a, you know, a random process of how they select. Ha- have now, you heard anything people? like that before?
1: No, no, I have, I have not. That's why I was answer yeah. what What about people who all of a sudden see this and, and then, all of a sudden move to Minnesota
0: just to get that money. Yeah,
1: or, so, use the well, or use a Minnesota address to get that money.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, that's a possibility. Um, I'm sure there's some probably additional fine print criteria. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that you got to be in there
1: for a certain period of time or whatever yeah. the case
0: or, may be. Or maybe you just have to be a legal resident as of the date that they're announcing this. You know, that, that may be enough. But, um, you know, I think it's great. You know, um, I personally... I don't know how many black families are in um South Dakota and North well, Dakota. South Minnesota. Dakota and North
1: Dakota, you're probably not gonna find a lot mm-hmm. in those two states. And that's probably one probably why those two states are targeted. But Minnesota, mm-hmm. I can see Minnesota has quite a few blacks in the in the uh Minneapolis yeah. and Saint Paul area. Right.
0: Twin Cities. And isn't um yeah. Milwaukee no. Is Milwaukee in
1: No, that's Minnesota? in Wisconsin. Oh okay. That's
0: in okay. Wisconsin. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Are you smarter than the fifth grader, man?
0: Uh not today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> today so. I am not. <laughs> but um yeah, I then if anything, I could see that Minnesota, the state of Minnesota probably would be the bigger beneficiary of, of those type of grants and people living you know, people of color now. What if somebody comes up? I'm one eighth I'm one eighth black, you know. So does that mean I can get use this now? They've been identifying as white all the mm-hmm. time, and now they come up, they come up and say, "I'm yeah. I'm one eighth black," you know. So, you know, so can I get that grant? You know,
0: yes, yeah, so, I don't know. So I mean, we'll we we'll see what their their fine print criteria is, but at least for that large print, because um, you know they said they didn't want to make the um, criteria too stringent. But you are right, because you know. With, with money, $50,000, there are people who try to finagle that system. You you already know.
1: You already know. Uh, look, remember, I work, I work for the state of Delaware as a social worker and I see these type of things all the time, Uh, you know. So, so so somebody always trying to get around the system, you know, and, and trying to, you know, trying to beat the system. So that's a great idea. Now, what was, what was the company was that
0: nexus been doing this or no so um it was actually a, it's a non-profit so it is well nexus community partners and i guess they received their funding from the bush foundation
1: hmm.
0: which probably is the not a direct connection <laughs> to george bush but
1: yeah um, but is that from, is that the 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 beverage um,
0: company uh, uh which one Talking about the Bush
1: Foundation? Like Anheuser Bush or any of those connections? Bush Company. Because I can see them having that kind of money, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
0: so I am not sure. Yeah, it
1: doesn't say. The Bush Foundation, Leonard, is uh, taking a look, folks, to see. Yeah, who so they I mean, are.
0: now they are based in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Let me go to the Facebook. That's
1: that's probably why Minnesota was one of the states. Oh,
0: I'm I'm sure.
1: Because you got North Dakota, South Dakota, then you got Minnesota. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's an interesting group of states there. And in North Dakota and South Dakota, those are highly, those are high um, Indian states. So you are... Are they doing anything for the Indians for the Native?
0: I mean, I'm not sure. You know, maybe maybe around Indigenous People Day, they they might get their reparations. But you know, as Juneteenth approaches, it's it's strictly Black oh, families. And it,
1: yeah. And how about the timing of, of this announcement? Speaking of Juneteenth. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm a yeah. I, I wish Delaware would do something like this because I I would be applying with my application tonight.
1: Well, uh, um, yeah, June. Yeah, well, yeah, that would be that would be good if they announced something like that for us in this month, <laughs> you yeah. know. So, but the problem with that is probably all the Delaware would probably trying to get the money, <laughs> you know. So, you figure you figured that that, you know, for a state this small, we have pretty good black population here in yeah. the state. So,
0: well, they, I, I, I'll I take my chances. You know, no different than playing the lottery okay
1: or you can buy or you can buy a campground in minnesota <laughs>
0: <laughs> I right, no i i'm not going to uh, minnesota anytime soon
1: yeah there you go all right well that's a that's a good thing and hopefully it's not abused and i uh, i pray that the families that do get a chance to take advantage of that that there's no strings attached because you know that you know, you know what happened when we were going through the pandemic and all the P uh, loans. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And and then what happened later on, you know, because a lot of people uh, ended up having got themselves all jammed up yeah. over those loans. So so okay, well let's see. Yeah, that's a story that I'd be interested in yeah. in in seeing what happens with that. So that would be that would be good. So right.
0: All right.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to our next story.
0: Yep. So our next story and um, this one was just a little interesting. So it says um, this is from uh, vice.com. It says a math professor from Morgan State University suggested that um, a jailed Jeffrey Epstein Give him money to repair his image in the black community. What you think about that, Dave? Just, just, just from the headline.
1: Uh, you know, we're always trying to make <laughs> try to get some money from somebody. Else. <laughs> and, and you know, this is sound like this is sound like somebody who's just trying to take the money and run, man. You know. Hey, hey Jeffrey, we you know we could we could we could try to make you look good. All you right. gotta do is throw me a hundred thousand, and I could I could try to make it happen for you, you know. So yeah, that's crazy though. But good, yes. good. Yep.
0: So um, so basically, there's an associate professor at Morgan State University, who while Jeffrey Epstein was in jail, sent him a and I just a quote bizarre and self-serving end quote business proposal while he was in prison (laughs) on sex trafficking charges in which he basically said um, he asked Jeffrey Epstein to donate money um, for an endowed chair at Morgan state university for women in athletics and mathematics. And then also for a separate, separate amount to him personally, to raise his credentials so that he could become a lecturer at Oxford University. Now, um, there's no evidence that Morgan State or Oxford knew anything about his request, but, um, you know, he did write asking for money. And basically his, his ploy was saying, um, us accepting your five million dollars will show the world that you are not a pariah, he wrote, and may help you avoid a conviction like Bill Cosby. So basically, <laughs> you give us your money and you'll look like a better guy. And so, of course, this all got uncovered through a um, a public records request that was fired with the Bureau of Prisons because, of course, you know, any any communication going in and out, prison is always monitored. So, um, you know, that's how this information came out. And it also says, um, even though portions of the email are redacted, so, you know, I guess uh, Farley kind of took them back, the message is easily identifiable because he included a captioned photo of himself in the message to Epstein Because he readily admitted to sending the email when he when he reached for comment um, by the organization that kind of identified who he was. So, Dave, he also said this. I suspect you, in fact, have nothing and you're hoping to get information from me, but I would disappoint you. You may think this is a gotcha email but i have always been open about seeking to raise money from jeffrey epstein uh james watson bill cosby defense contractors the koch brothers and such so th- this is what he wrote to the organization that um kind of you know gathered the public records and released them so basically anybody with money who's in jail he he's reaching out to them but, and probably asking for some personal money as well um it it does also say go to say he had pre before Epstein was in jail he did have a Skype call with him before um, so you know it's not like he had never had any contact with him at all um, and it in the so, last part, wait, part, wait, part let, me ask you, let me ask you real quick So, do you think this,
1: this is this a form of extortion
0: well it's not extortion because he's not holding anything over his head Right. Yeah. You know, I I think it's really a fact of okay, he's in jail, he got money. Let me see if you know if there's any way I can get some. So here also, and yeah. um, before I end, it says um, Farley went on to outline the ways that Epstein could donate money to him or the institutions he's affiliated with, writing in large red bold font. I can help you. I'm throwing you a lifesaver. You can donate to my university, the historically black Morgan State University. And then he added in blue font, accepting our $5 million will show the world you are not a pariah and may help you avoid a conviction like Bill Cosby. The donation can be used for the Jeffrey Epstein Chair for the promotion of women in mathematics which would show the world your support for women Dave you't know tell why this' is so crazy he's a convicted sex offender child molester Morgan State would never consider putting his name as you know the the name of uh, a department honoring women in mathematics you know I was glad that
1: you said that because I was sitting here as you were reading that <laughs> part
0: right there yeah. I was just
1: like what makes the? I mean, what makes him think that Morgan State would ever say yes to something like this? Now, this sounds like a money grab for oh, this individual. Oh yeah, it's definitely a money grab. Yeah, it's a money grab for this individual, and he's looking to to get these built these people out of money, and especially Epstein, because first of all, Epstein ain't no dummy, I'm sure. Right. And his people that he has around him, his money team, I'm sure is going to say, uh, no, that's not, yeah, exactly, you know. So, I don't even know why this guy thought he can get away with that, and 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 Morgan State should be washing their hands of this dude, period.
0: That, That is true
1: because. That you know, if, if if Epstein was to send them five million dollars and they took it, that's not going to be good for them because yeah, they're going to get business. canceled right away. That's going to get can- They're going to get canceled right away. You know how much? How many students would probably leave that school because of that? Right. You know, but I don't know. This is this is just crazy. It's all about the money. Uh, This guy is just trying to see what he can get out of him, and you know, on one hand, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little little not mad at him because uh. if, he got one, if he got twenty dollars out of him, yeah, that was you know, and and he just rolled out of town with the twenty dollars. I wouldn't be mad at him because he got something out of him, but but this is definitely. All about him. It's not about it's not about Morgan State. No, it's and not. even if it was about Morgan State and Morgan they State was want on it. board with what this dude, they wouldn't want that you know, you're talking about suicide there. You know, yeah, uh,
0: right dirty money. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's dirty money right there. Yeah, definitely. Well
0: they definitely. in fact I was just looking at the bottom of the article. So it says alternatively, the professor suggested Epstein could give him a personal award similar to something called the Breakthrough Award, in which the professor said other professors had received and gotten $3 million. And he said, you can give me a similar award, adding that I am willing to publicly stand with you and your gift could generate support for the Black community. Public support is something you sorely need right now. Yeah. So, Dave, I mean, you're right. To me, he kind of sounds like a scammer. And and,
1: it is. Yeah.
0: and I think he figures and which, you know, probably most scammers do. You reach out to enough people. Somebody going to give you $3 million. That's right.
1: And somebody's going to be somebody's going uh, to be liable to say that. I mean, scammers is, is, a, is a big, is big business right now. I mean, yeah. any, everybody's running scams, whatever. I even had somebody to hit me up last week. On Facebook Messenger, and somebody I'm Facebook friends with, you know, uh, I mean, I know the person, but you know, not somebody I hang out with or anything like that. And they hit me up and said, "Hey, I need a couple bucks. I'm going through something right now. I can pay you back tomorrow." So I'm looking at this and I'm like, "Huh?" I said, "Now, why would this person send me a a, a note like that?" You know, I said, we ain't that cool, you know, for them to right. do that. Right. So I just kind of text them back. I'm sorry, I can't help you, you know? So the next day I get a note from the person again. And the person said, David, I'm so sorry. My account was hacked. That wasn't me to send you that note. Right. You know, so. So these these people are getting sophisticated in how to get money out of people. And it's really scary because if you're an older person. Oh, yeah. And I know some older people that have really gotten built. One person got, I know somebody got, had $11,000 taken from them because they listened to a scammer. You know, yeah. so um you got to be really careful. This is not, you know, this is a sophisticated scam because they're using, you know, Morgan State has the backdrop, and of course they're going after the big money. And of course, people—if he got any money, people wouldn't be mad at him because it's Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. you know. So, right, you know. So, but uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a money grab to me, definitely, definitely. So, I guess I guess we'll have to we'll have to see if this guy stays out of jail or not. <laughs> you know, so.
0: Or or like, keeps his
1: job or not. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Uh, I'm sure after the story got out, I'm sure that might be in question. Right. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> did it, wait, hold on. Did I see he what's what I see about Sumakon Lade down, down there? Where something I saw. At the bottom. Keep going down. See at the University of oh
0: University. yeah. So okay. so apparently this um, and I I didn't mention it, but um I will mention it now. So this professor is a. Let me see. Uh, so he is a highly credentialed mathematician with degrees from Harvard and Oxford. So. Um, he probably graduated summa cum laude from one of those schools.
1: So he went to Harvard and to Oxford.
0: Yep.
1: But he's trying, yeah, yep. So he's, he's, he's trying to get money for Yeah, so he's trying to get money for
0: Morgan State. Yep, and and looking at here, he did not use the university email, he used his personal Gmail.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So that's about right.
1: No set. No set. No set. <laughs> okay. All right, Mr. Farley, Dr. Farley. Okay. All right. We'll see. We we know where that story is going, so mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So, All right. All right. You guys are listening to News and Trends with David Lynn. Uh, just want to make sure you guys knew you were listening to in case we had some new listeners. Um, I, I found out last week we had a couple of new listeners um, coming in. Just A um, uh, couple of friends said that they started listening to the show, so... So welcome all new listeners that are listening to the show and thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Okay. Um, Our next two stories I'm going to preference by saying we're really in a bad time right now of people who have a lot of issues mental health wise. And so we're going to talk about two big time celebrities who are very well known. Well, I said big time. One, I could say is big time because of where what we know him from. The other is, is, is uh, big time adjacent <laughs> because of what we know her from. <laughs> I'm going to say it that way, big time adjacent because of what we know her from. So we're going to start out talking about Conor McGregor, the – former champion, MMA fighter. Everybody knows Conor McGregor. Uh, I know me and Leonard even hung out in, in in places to go watch him fight a few times. Uh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, so. Um, so, he had a little moment. He always has moments, but he had a little moment this, uh, a couple of days ago at the Miami Heat game. um Basketball game and game four of the finals. Um, it, I'm going to read a little bit of the story. It says, Someone let Conor McGregor off his leash and he put a mascot in the hospital. <laughs> so, um, That's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah a, bad, no. a
1: bad headline already. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It says the Miami Heat took a double L in the in game four of the NBA finals against the Denver Nuggets, which means they lost the game. But then something else happened as well. Denver hit him with a potential knockout um, blow, winning both games in Miami to take a three to one lead in the series. Um, adding insult to injury, Heat's mascot Bernie, got burned during a during halftime when he squared up at midcourt and took a staggering left hook from Conor McGregor that landed the mascot in the hospital. Now, if you're wondering why this was even scheduled as a halftime entertainment, the bit was used to announce a new partnership between the Heat and TIDL Sport. Um, a pain relief spray, the UFC legend, is peddling. So he's out there peddling something you know, on top right. of the- You have it. Did you look at the video, Leonard?
0: No, I have not.
1: You should take a look at it while I'm while I'm going over this. You got to see it so you can see what happened. I, I, it's in that link that I sent you, by the way. So, um, this would be a great clip for a segment of when halftime shows go wrong. (laughs) Not much went right for Miami that night. They lost by 13 points and turned the ball over 14 times. They tried to go to WWE with a scripted halftime fight between a maniac McGregor that went off the rails and landed their mascot performer in the hospital. Most times is best to least simula- simulated fighting to the professionals. Um, Miami would have been much better off throwing Bernie Madoff out of there against uh, throwing Bernie Madoff out there against McGregor. Now that a halftime show. Folks, now that's a halftime show. Folks would have been pumped about. It's just too bad Madoff is no longer with us. That's the type of guy that should have been mangled by Extreme Fighter, or, or of course, someone would probably find this offensive. But that's okay. At least it's Madoff words at the moment. So apparently, Dana White was there watching the whole thing too. So that was another thing.
0: But did you see it? Um uh, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm about to play in there.
1: Okay. Okay. Now you gotta look, folks. I don't know if you've seen this video. It's really disturbing because when you see, um, McGregor, you know, talking to the guy and, you know, they're kind of going back and forth, but you can see it's all fun and whatever. This, the mask guy had no idea as to what was about to happen. That's what's so funny. Um, and then, keep in mind the mascot has this big mascot head on, so it really took a big hit to do what happened. Um, and Let us looking at it now. And then he punched, he punched, him, he knocked him out cold. And why the guy, the mascot was on his back, he punched him again.
0: I mean, but. <laughs> It kind of, it, it kind of looks like, so that was part of the stunt and it just went wrong. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it, it
1: wasn't, it, wasn't, like it wasn't
0: intentional. Oh,
1: no. Well,
0: I'm sorry. It that wasn't was intentional. A- like, hey, like I'm mad. I'm going to get you. I'm going to hit you. It was more of, Hey, this is a stunt. I'm going to punch you. You are fall down. We're going to have fun. That's what was supposed
1: to happen. But but McGregor went too far with it. McGregor, it was supposed to be a pole punch. You know, they were supposed to be acting. McGregor punched him for real. Oh. (laughs) He was, and knocked him out. He knocked him out, cold. And then hit him again while he was on the ground. And he laughed about it and thought it was funny.
0: Well, because, I mean, he. (sighs) He probably didn't think he was really knocked out, but yes, it, I mean, I see, I see the full punch.
1: Yeah, you see, you see, they just then he hit him for real. Yeah, and he punched the yeah, McJill, you know, and the guy ended up in the hospital with a concussion.
0: Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, so, you know why they're, they're dragging
0: him off?
1: And they're dragging him out. Oh, my
0: goodness. hold on! Are, are we sure there wasn't a skit? Because why, if he's knocked out, why would they drag him
1: out like that? Because. I don't think the people who drug him out knew. Oh, what was that he was really hurt. On.
0: Okay, i understand. That he
1: was really hurt, and that's why. I mean, <laughs> you see, you see, you see the people that are reporting this. It wasn't no, it, this wasn't no stunt. Yeah. Um, as far as what happened, they really were, like, you know, <laughs> you know, it was bad. It was bad. You know, right. Good Morning America covered it. Everybody covered it. You know, because. You know, You know, but it's crazy. But I don't know, Conor McGregor, man. He he is like one of the, these people that can go off the rails anytime. He just got in trouble uh, recently for calling people out their name using the n-word and all that kind of stuff you know he's a very he's a very um he's a polarizing guy and and you know he has some issues he really does and you know he wants to be the man you know he he walks around like he's the man you know he's just anytime i've ever heard him do an interview or anything he always says something that just makes you cringe I'm telling You he really do. Right. right. You know, and to do something like that at a basketball game, kids are there, you know, people are watching, and you're going to punch out the mascot? Yeah. Yeah. So, I just thought it was interesting uh that they would allow that to happen, and I'm sure, you know, you know, did not look good on it definitely didn't look good for the for whoever ran the halftime show. That something like
0: that would happen. So, well, hold on, but let I me ask this. Um, yeah, what remind me, what was he
1: marketing again? Uh it was um, he was marketing this new. I'll tell you in a minute. Pain because, relief spray.
0: Because whatever he was marketing, so they 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 sell, sell print, out. They yeah, sell I think out. he had
1: it in his hand. He had oh, it in his hand yeah. when he when he was punching the guy when he punched the mask guy.
0: So, what he should have done is after he knocked him over, he should have sprayed on what the (laughs) before they dragged him out.
1: Oh my God. And that is so embarrassing. They dragged him out by his feet. That's a shame. You know, uh, McGregor, man, I I just don't get it. Uh, uh, You know, um, I don't know if he does things just to keep attention on himself or whatever the case may be, but he's been, he's done some crazy things over the years.
0: some real crazy things over the years. Well, Dave, let me ask this. Let me play devil's advocate. How do we know this all was just not a stunt?
1: Well, they're saying the guy was in the hospital for real. They said he he definitely ended up in the hospital. Now, it might have been a stunt to start with, but they said the guy definitely ended up in the hospital.
0: Have we seen him?
1: Uh, no. I don't think, uh, and I don't think they're, I don't think they've talked, I've seen any interviews with him yet. Um, I definitely haven't seen an interview with him yet,
0: so. Okay, I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just playing devil advocate here. But,
1: but people, but they definitely are reporting that he did end up in the hospital.
0: But, you know, I'm just saying. You think I
1: mean, McGregor paid, you think McGregor paid him? Or, Dave, Dave, or Dr. Dave, Farley, you think Dr. Farley paid him?
0: Dave, <laughs> yeah. Dave but you know, Dave, Dave, think about this. How many people would have seen the video if, you know, Connor pulled a punch and he fell over? I, I wouldn't have seen it. We probably wouldn't even be talking about it.
1: <laughs> well, it's Connor Gregor, uh McGregor. Uh, anytime he's in the public eye, you know about it because he makes sure to do something that's going to cause the public to be all eyes on him. You know, he, he's just that guy. He, he's, Floyd Mayweather is the same way. Well, you know, he's, we gonna get into Floyd Mayweather in a few minutes, but that's a whole other story, you know. Right. But he's the same way. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen anytime that that guy is around. You know, uh, McGregor is around. So you just don't know. So we'll have to see. Um We'll see if the guy shows up and what he has to say. We're probably going to see him with a neck collar on and everything else, you know, because if it was a stunt that went wrong, like they said, I'm sure he's going to be looking to get some money out of this. So he might have to call Dr. Farley to send out one of those letters to him.
0: Yeah. An anonymous letter begging for money.
1: Yeah. There you go. There you go. So, um, so that's number one story with people that, you know, we have to wonder about their mental stability because I've always wondered that about Conor McGregor because guy's a loose cannon. He always has been Um great fighter. I will say that, Um, you know, he's built his reputation, but, you know, some of the things that he's done over the years just makes you shake your head. And, and plus, you know, I, he just seems like a very negative person to me. I mean, I don't know how you feel about him, but he just feels that way to me, you know, so. Right. So we move on to our next person, our, our, our uh, uh, big-time celebrity adjacent person, <laughs> you know. Um, there was a big fight over uh, the weekend, the exhibition fight uh, between Floyd Mayweather and uh, John Gotti the <laughs> third, John Gotti the third. You know, you already know. You got Floyd Mayweather and somebody named John Gotti, Gotti in the ring. Right. That's probably not going to go. That's probably not going to go too well. You know.
0: And, and, and John um, Gotti's not black.
1: And he's not black. And if anybody knows I'm sorry, anything he's about, he's not white. He's not. Oh uh, yeah. Well, and if you know anything about this kid's grandfather. You everybody knows he was the Teflon Don, and he does oh so so is this really his grandson? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, it's okay. yeah, yeah, he's the third. He's because, John Gotti the third.
0: Okay, because when I looked at him, I thought this was a black guy. So
1: oh no no no, he's John Gotti's grandson. Yeah, so okay. the fight, okay. you know, so it was an exhibition match, uh, you know that went on and the fight was going on pretty well and then something happened in the ring where the referee called the fight and he's talking to God he's saying that's it the fight's over God he didn't want to hear start fussing with the ref and then pushed the ref out of the way and went after Floyd Mayweather and wanted to and, and start throwing punches at Floyd right. after the ref said the fight was over Floyd's money team Floyd got some big dudes, man. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie, the dudes came running in the ring, and you know they pushed Floyd to the back of the ring, and they got in there, they started mixing it up. John Gotti's guys came in the ring, and it was just a melee in the ring, man. They started fighting down on on the floor, it was just a mess out there, right? Well. After, you know, they get all that cleared up, it kind of spilled into the lobby area or the um, area outside of the uh, where the fight was being held. There's another fight that's going on out there. Miss Jocelyn Hernandez, you know, our favorite, you know,
0: yeah, um, your favorite. Yes, I know. I know. Love <laughs>
1: um, loving hip hop fighter. That's what I call it. Loving hip hop fighter because he fights everybody. Uh, was out there fighting another, uh, semi-celebrity, uh, or rapper, Big Lex. And pounding on this poor girl. Taking her hair off, stripped her top off of her, the uh, Big Lex breasts hanging out. It's just crazy. Uh, it's, 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 it was just a mess. And she's pounding. At one moment, Jocelyn had Big Lex, um in a headlock and wouldn't let go. Now, this tells you about the world we're in right now and how everybody is the way that we are right now. There is a guy who's filming all of this and kind of doing commentating on what's going on. And he said, somebody need to get her. Get her. Somebody grab her, please. Get her off. That's all you keep hearing the whole time. Meanwhile, this girl uh, uh, Jocelyn is just beating this girl to a pulp, man. She's got her all over. And, and they they had to take Jocelyn off of her about four or five times in this video. I mean, it was ridiculous. And nobody could stop Jocelyn from fighting. Jocelyn's going to fight men in this video. I mean, she's not she's not playing. So this woman has always fought. I mean, she she doesn't care. And Leonard got got the video going in the background. She doesn't care. You know, she don't care if you're a man. She don't care if you're a woman. She's always ready to fight. Did you hear about the fight she had with um, um, Amber Rose last week? Nah,
0: yeah, I, uh, I don't
1: she really follow her. She, she, she jumped on Amber Rose, too, last week. I mean, you know, this girl's just always ready to fight. That's where they called the fight right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leonard got the video on folks. Yeah. And that's when all the craziness started. You see all the people in the ring Leonard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now there's Jocelyn right there. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, there, there she is right there. Yep. Mhm. And everybody is losing their mind out there. Um, um then uh I don't know if they're gonna show it, but then you can see people started fighting out there in the audience. People start throwing stuff all over the place. You can tell Gotti had his people, and you know Mayweather had his people. And then it just kind of and Mayweather is kind of calm in the corner while yeah. all the other stuff is going on. You know, yeah. so
0: well, Dave, he, um, he he he's worth too much money to get in the middle of that.
1: Yeah, well, he's smart too. He don't need to be in there like that. You know, <laughs> he he said, "Look, I got my money. You know, this kid trying to get his." So, and this was an exhibition fight. This wasn't even a real fight. this was an exhibition fight, you know what, was so, this
0: an exhibition fight for charity or just for well, um... I think
1: they were raising money I think they were raising money for something uh, okay uh, but it, you know, but it, it turned out to be you know uh, this craziness so um you know, and like I said, you know, then everything just kind of kept spilling over and spilling over. You had to fight down there, you know. You had to fight in the ring. Then fights started happening down and below. Gotti, you know, they had to get Gotti out of there. Uh, He still, as you can see, he's still running his mouth and everything, you know. Uh, So then, um, you know, when everything spilled out into the lobby, apparently Big Lex and Jocelyn have been having words for years now, and Jocelyn said at one point, if I ever catch you alone, I'm going to get you. And that happened that night. She caught her alone, and she got her, you know. And like I said, she just kept beating on her. And so with that, you know, when he was walking out, you could see that he's still ready yeah, to people, fight, you know. And and people throwing stuff on him, too. Yeah, people throwing stuff, too. So, um, you know, and, you know, Floyd, you know, a piece of work, um, you know, but that that was Jocelyn standing there, right? No, no,
0: it, it, no. It looks like that same dress, but it wasn't.
1: her. Yeah. Okay. With somebody else. Right. Okay. But Jocelyn, you know, but her and the girl, man, they just got into it out there. And Jocelyn, you know, we've been dealing with Jocelyn now for, what, since, gosh, maybe 10 years or so. You've been hearing about her on Love and Hip Hop and everything. She's always been a tension get her i'ma be nice and not use the other word uh you know because she you know she just you know everything's about her and so forth you can see at one point during this fight her fiance is trying to talk to her trying to get her away from the girl he looks like to me leonard he's scared of her himself because she's doing so much talking um you know, you see in the in the, the pictures and stuff that you have up there. Um, like she was a great fight she, that that dude that she's pointing at right there. She got right, she threw a, a punch at him. You know, um, her 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 man, the guy with the beard, there was trying to trying to keep her off. I mean, he couldn't control her. I mean, right. it. You know, when you had this type of mental illness, like I said last week, she's also on that um, College Chill show. Um, where uh-huh. they, they had the yeah. celebrities in college. Yeah, there he is right there trying to get her off. He can't, he can't control that woman. Look, look. And the guy's talking to him. He, the guy who's filming it said, man, you need to get her. You need to get her. Does he look like he's trying hard to get her? Not really. No, that's right. So, and then like I said, last week on College Hill, man, she she tried to beat a Amber Rose, and she tried to, she almost put Amber Rose through a plate glass window last week, Leonard. So, when you have people like her and Colin um, uh, uh, McGregor, and you see that they have these issues that they have, you know, we, of course, kind of edge it on by wanting to see what their next moves are going to be, you know.
0: Not me, uh, Dave. Really? They I'll tell you. I mind my business. I keep it moving.
1: <laughs> so when you see, when you see, if you know that you're at an event and one of these two are going to show up at this event, you're not sitting there watching what they're going to do next.
0: I'm not.
1: Okay.
0: Or, or I mean. Okay.
1: I'm,
0: I'm uh, pro- uh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, we go. I'm, I'm probably not just because like they. I can't like you know. I try to avoid drama as i as I go on, so
1: oh we yeah I try to avoid drama too, but I also know if you have if you have some type of mental uh, illness where you are bipolar or you know a d h d or something like that that you are definitely easy to provoke. Easy to stir, and you have triggers, right? And if you have triggers, it only takes for one little thing to get it get you going, and that's going to be uh, these two. These two just seem like a fly can land on them, and they're ready to mm-hmm. fight. You know, so um, you know it's really a shame. It's just, the same with Amber Rose. Was all over whether whether or not Amber Rose identified herself and why as black. That's all that was. So she's fussing at Amber Rose about the fact that Amber Rose goes by black when she's biracial, you know? So I don't know. But anyway, for anybody who who saw this or anybody has their opinions on either one of these two people, uh, I I'd like to know what your opinions are. I mean, mental illness is a is a thing that we all seem to be all too familiar with these days and it's causing a lot of ruckus in the world today. And um we have to we have to really uh be careful in sensationalizing people who have these type of illnesses because it's never going to end, right? It's never going to end well. Something's going to happen, definitely to one, to either to one or two, because anytime you have somebody who can be considered, because they're both considered as bullies too, right? You know what happens to bullies? You know they meet their match eventually. Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, I see you found it. You, I see you found that. because uh, they cut off the ca- they cut the cameras off. But you can mm-hmm. hear you can hear the slapping and the punching going in the background. So yeah, so all right. But anyway, you guys, uh, you can give me your opinions when you get a chance in reference to both people, and we can go from there. I just wanted to bring it up because I just happened to see both of them, and I just shook my head and just said, "It's a sad state that we're in, the world that we're in, as far as the world is concerned." But dealing with people like this, I've heard uh, I've been listening to a lot of shows recently where they talked about mental illness and people who have, um, you know, that are bipolar and have issues with coping or have issues with friends and dealing with people and all of this type of stuff. So uh I just thought it was interesting that both of these people uh, went in the spotlight chose to react the way that they did, so all right, you have any other comment
0: on that uh no um i I did see a mugshot and I don't yeah, know it was I mean not pretty was it? It was not pretty it, it, it's so funny to be in a in a, an incident like that you you should expect to go to jail. I don't know how long she'll be there, but um I would expect they said it was four less.
1: counts. they said it was four counts of um four counts of charges, um, that, um, was thrown at her. That's why they arrested her. So she needs, maybe she, she needs to be in jail uh, for, for a period of time, just to do some soul searching, you know, right. and she has a kid, she has a kid, Crazy. you know, so, you know, who, who, you know, this kind of stuff nowadays and social media with social media being the way that it is, it's one thing when I was growing up, you can do something like this and nobody will ever know about it. You know what I mean? Right. Nowadays, you can't do stuff like this and it's going to follow you. Your kid turns 16 years old. They go pull up a video of their mom fighting. Not once, but twice in a week. What's that going to do to that person? Unless they're going to be like their mom, you know, and be that same type of person. Yeah. So, anyway, so that leads us to uh, Leonard's favorite spot of the show. Um, you know, he uh, he tries to act like he don't like the spot, but he does. He really does. Um, it's called Dave. It's called Dave's Corner. Are you are you For sure nothing. it's an act? <laughs> okay. Anyway, today's Dave's Corner question has to do with this. Name a movie and a song, so I'm gonna challenge you here that closely resembles your life. <laughs> so go with the movie first yeah what think of a movie uh, and a song that closely resembles your life. Start with the movie.
0: You know, this is a super hard question.
1: I know. I wanted it to be hard. I wanted you to think a little bit.
0: I mean, this one is super hard. Yeah.
1: yeah. I know. I have to get
0: the Jeopardy clock going. All right. And, and and don't ask me to go too deep on either of these answers. Okay. All right. All right. So, I mean, th- this is with limited thinking. I just want to preface my answer. So, I'm going to say Get Rich or Die Trying. Wow. Okay. All right. All right.
1: Yeah. All right. And I can actually see why you said that. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. And the song...
1: Oh, way off! For those that don't know, "Get Rich or try, uh, Die Trying" is what, based
0: on what? Oh, um, based on the story of Fifty Cent, and All and right. and I say it because, and I'm, and and for anyone who know me or don't know me, not in a weird way, but you know, living a certain life and then changing to a new life. And trying to maintain a new life and leave the old life alone, you know, all that stuff. Right, right,
1: right. And of course, we know 50 Cent definitely did that. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah, definitely did. Okay. All right. And then all the right. song. I, I, I like that choice, by the way. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. knew you would. I knew you Every knew now,
1: would. now and then. Every now and then. Okay. All right. Go ahead.
0: But mo- more now than then. But yes. The song, <laughs> and this is just one of the first things that came to my mind. Mary J. Blige song, My Life. Okay. And I think about the chorus of that song, and it says, take a look at my life and tell me, do you see what I see? And and I say that just because, you know, I mean, <laughs> everybody's life is different, but it's like, you know, I mean, I I feel like I had a good... You know, they, I feel like I've had about four or five different lives in one. Like, just when I think back of all, you know, first of all, I'll just start with, I feel like I had two college careers. You know, I was on the extended eight year plan and I, I had two sets of friends in college. The friends I had the first four years, the friends I had the second four years. So, but, you know, other than that, you know, it's just one thing where, man, you know, Dave, I always tell you, I feel like I could write a book and that, that never changes. I probably just need to go ahead and do it, but yep. So yeah, you, the song, you were, probably, should. You probably yeah, should. Yeah, I probably should, and especially now that they have all this AI software, um, voice to text. It's not like I really have to write it all out. I can almost voice it, and um, you know, come back to it.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yep. So th- those are my. What about you, Dave? You know
1: what? You know what? I'm going to give you an A for your for your effort there man. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you actually answered the question. You you understood the assignment and you completed the assignment. I'm I'm um folks, you you Dave, this is what I do. I'm shocked folks. This I is what really I, I do, Dave. I am really shocked. Okay. Look my our listeners that listen all the time, y'all are gonna say, Leonard actually got it on this one. Okay. Nice. All
0: right. Dave, okay, this this is right. what I do. This is what I do all the time.
1: Okay. All right. All right. He said, this is what I'm doing. He's bragging now. Anyway. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, As far as I am concerned, I'm going to go with, I had two movies going in my mind, but I think I'm going to go with the first one that came in my mind. Back to the Future. Mm. Um, Marty, And mainly, yeah, I, I would love to say that I'm that Marty McFly character because you know because of where we live now the world we live in now is so different than the one I grew up in mm-hmm. and if there was a DeLorean around I probably would be operating that DeLorean and going back to the the past you know right. to try to change a few things in the future and definitely pick up a couple of lottery Um, winning lottery tickets along the way, (laughs) you know. So when I got back to the future, (laughs) so when I got back to the future, I definitely would be a rich man. I ain't gonna lie. So, you know, so, but I can identify with Marty McFly and being Marty McFly because it does feel like I live in two different lifetimes. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I lived in a time where Things were just so different before the cell phone, before the computer era, you know, even though we had computers, they didn't perform the way they act now they do now. And it just seemed like it was a better time of growing up and living back then than um now with everything at your fingertips because it's it's killed incentive for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that would be my movie, uh, Back to the Future. Okay. My song. uh, (laughs) I'm torn between two songs. Um, I'm going to go with this one, though. A House Is Not A Home. Mm, okay Luther? Luther yeah by Luther yeah I'm gonna go with that one mainly because um uh, well like Luther says in the song a house is not a home if there's no one there you know um mm-hmm. you know and you know I, you know I was married for a long time and you know I had you know I missed that time of you know um uh, Being married and having kids, you know, and raising the kids. (laughs) Well, Dave, if you you want some nieces and nephews, I got I got some kids
0: (laughs) who you can help raise. Okay. Well, no, 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 no.
1: no, I'm talking about small kids, Leonard. I ain't talking about kids your size, your kid's size, man. I'm talking about, and and I'm talking about that particular time when you know you were things were still fun yeah. with kids, you mm-hmm. know. So you know, <laughs> nowadays now na- nowadays it's like a book report, you know, right. so, you know, with kids. But, you know, it's it's just that, you know, when you get to a certain point, like where I am in my life right now, you know, is it's just that you find yourself um missing things and wanting things and those type of things. So um so, you know, a house is not a home if there's no one there but yourself, you know? Uh, yeah. so, um, so that's probably where I would go as my song as far as okay. the life, my life.
0: And you know, and I, I definitely get it because even <clears throat> in a different capacity, I just think of, you know, people need balance in their lives. And for all the people who are workaholics and don't, mm-hmm. Um, And don't like pay attention to their families or, you know, wait to wait to have families or have families and don't appreciate them. You know, it's kind of like nobody wants to be by themselves and you definitely don't want to wait too long. Like I was here about men and women who, you know, busted their butt in corporate America and now they're 40 trying to settle down and it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, they feel like they missed out on a lot. And, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, and, and Dave, I was just telling you just now, like, what's the purpose in, in working hard, busting your butt if you're not dedicating time to family, because, you know, nobody wants to come home with an empty house. Nobody wants to, you know, get old and be alone. So.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing because we, Look, I see a lot of older and alone people all the time, you know, in my, in my line of work. And, um, you know, it's not a, it's not a good thing, you know, especially if you're a person, you know, who, who might be, you know, dealing with some, you know, physical ailments and all that type of stuff. Nothing like dying alone. Um, you know, I told you, I think we talked about it last week about my sister and her friend who, who ended up dying and she didn't yeah. know and you know that's that's not a that's not a good thing when somebody dies like that and and you're all by yourself you know and nobody knows that you're even gone you yeah. know that and that was always a bigger a big fear of mine is that i died and nobody knew i was gone right you know um you know um so that's that's why i guess i chose that particular song so um so uh we would definitely like to know what you guys would choose and i I purposely asked that question i wanted it to be a little hard because i wanted us to do some thinking about it and and to see where where our mind would take us and what our thoughts were thoughts would take us so um so I would love to see some answers that you guys might have in reference to that particular Dave's Corner question. Okay. All right. So here we are at the end of the show. Uh Oh, by the way, did you see that Tyler Perry's buying BET? I
0: did. Major move.
1: I think that was the plan all along. I think that's why he went there. You know?
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not think mad about at it. it. He, left Oprah, he
1: left Oprah. Oprah yeah. has their own has mm-hmm. their own station. This is his opportunity to have his own station yeah. now. So, will you will you agree to say?
0: Yeah, I mean i I think it's a great move because you know n- nobody's better at operating a TV station, I think, than someone who produces shows and movies. Like you know that that would be like. I mean, I mean, it goes hand to hand. So, to be honest. Unless there are a lot of people hating on him, I don't see how he can lose. Unless there are a lot of people hating on him, but you know,
1: so we'll see. Yeah, well, you know, I think he always gonna have people hating on him, but um, because he's, you know, he's taller, he's black, and he's made all this money, you know, um, like people hate on Oprah.
0: for another edition of news and trends with your host
1: Dave and Lynn.